1: To start planning your trip, visit TNVacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.
0: Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff I've Never Told You, your production of iHeartRadio.
1: Okay, Annie, so I do want to ask you, before we start our Women Around the World. Would you consider yourself a fixer or a problem solver? Yes.
0: Uh, caveat to that, I will also say that I sometimes describe myself as someone who creates more problems by trying to solve problems. <laughs> um, I'm very, very, very eager to solve problems and I hate seeing people struggling or in pain and because of that, like sometimes I think when people tell me something, all they really want is to be heard. But what I hear is, I have to fix this for you. And sometimes it, that's not the case. Like, it's, right. I just need to tell you this thing. And it's hard for me because I'm like, my mind is racing trying to think of how can I help this person? How can I fix this? Do I know anything? That being said, I am someone who aggressively tackles issues if I am tasked with it. If I'm not tasked with it, perhaps not. <laughs> but, right. but I will try to... I like marking things off my list. As you know, I like being someone who can just be like, okay, I figured this out. We don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't have to worry about it anymore. Right. How about you?
1: Yeah, so it's according to the role. Like if someone else is taking up that role then I won't worry about it. But if there's something that needs to be done and it's not going to be done or it's not being done, then I will handle it. And I'm absolutely that same way in like projects, bigger projects. And I'm like, okay, you got this, you got this. And if someone doesn't take charge to get it organized, I'll do it. Same way with like, if I have something like my phone or something that I have around, I will try to see if I can fix it first. Like that is my mentality if we're having issues. So, one of the things in my old job was trying to have innovative ideas to get to solve big impact issues. So, let's say we had a really huge problem with families being able to transport kids to therapy. So one of the things that I had to do was look around to see what we could do as in-home therapy, how we can provide funding, what routes we can do in order to get all that. Like that was something that was a part of my job. So for me, those level of problems, yes, at the same time like when it comes to like friendship stuff, typically like if someone is going through issues, I will be there to listen, but I also have that problem solver thing as well with being a social worker and be like, "Let me tell you what this might be." Mm -hmm. which is not always welcome, and rightfully so. (laughs) But when it came to the community stuff, I tried as best as I could in trying to get some effective things. And honestly, the reason I wanted to bring this up and we're going to talk a little bit more is because this has kind of been a theme for our specific uh, Women Around the World edition today and uh, the woman we're talking about who is a doctor out of Kenya, who not only makes an amazing amount of impact in healthcare in her community, but the overall health and lives of mothers and expectant mothers around her community also, and who we are speaking about specifically, is Dr. Jemima Kariuki And yeah, she has a really fascinating story.
0: Yes, and the reason we are talking about problem solvers is because Dr. Karayuki, her overall determination as a healer and as a woman in the community has helped solve so many issues for women that could be detrimental on so many levels. Dr. Karyuki is a doctor of gynecology and obstetrics at the Kenyatta National Hospital at the University of Nairobi. And she specializes in preventative medicine,
1: but focuses on the issues dealing with maternal and child health. Right, and not only that, after the post-electric violence in 2007 in Kenya, where over a thousand people were killed and over 500,000 people were displaced after this controversial presidential election, Dr. Karyuki started the Peace Club. And then also started the Public Health Club, which, among other things, uh, helps run a cervical cancer prevention drive. And she has so many things within that clinic to try to bring awareness to this type of cancer. But uh, she has also continued her work in creating solutions to problems that continue to endanger the women of our community, especially as the pandemic has affected the country. After reading an article about a woman who died because she was not able to get care due to the COVID-19 restrictions and curfew, you, that's when Dr. Kariuki decided that something needed to happen and she needed to fix the situation.
0: And it didn't take long for her to start the Wheels of Life program which provides free ambulance services for mothers in labor after dark. After seeing incidents like the woman who died after not being able to go out after curfew and if a man beaten to death by police for violating curfew for trying to drive a woman in labor to the hospital she pushed to find a safe way for women to get the care they need
1: to safely give birth. Right. And the service includes a call center that offers services ranging from being able to talk with doctors to talk about the pregnancy or a free ambulance service to take them to a clinic because that's not available. Ambulances are not available uh, for many of those who are in need. And Within the first year, they received over 100,000 calls seeking help and guidance uh, while they were pregnant. And of course... This has brought much recognition for her hard work and advocacy, including being named BBC's 100 Women in 2020 and just recently given the 2021 Global Health Award for her contribution to advancing global health.
0: She stated in receiving her award, I am excited beyond imagination as I never dreamt or saw anything like this coming An acknowledgement of something humble that I started only a year ago out of the frustrations that I felt for the many mothers who lost their lives and babies because they couldn't access a health facility. And as for the future, she says she hopes to see the organization integrated in the healthcare system. But for now, she is happy with how it is going and to show the women that they are not alone and that, quote, they need to know they can safely deliver in clinics despite the pandemic and that they have help at hand.
1: Right, and we've seen this story time and time again where COVID and the pandemic and quarantine has caused such mass havoc There was a lot of regression, essentially, in so many of the things that have been doing well, such as maternal morbidity rates. Uh, They were going down for a little while in Kenya, and now because of the pandemic and because of curfews, it caused uh, another rise in those senseless deaths, and we've seen access has been limited because of that as well, and it continues to be an issue everywhere, not just out in uh, Africa and or I think we've talked about India and we've talked about Pakistan before, how it's been affecting them for a while now. Um, in the U.S., we see it time and time again. We've talked about reservations being impacted on U.S. soil and how they're not getting the care that they deserve and that they need as well. And it seems to be an overall issue we're continuing to talk about, as well as the fact that it is causing a setback when it comes to women's rights in general for the entire world. Um, and it's it's really sad that we have to come back here and have this conversation. But obviously, it's women like Dr. Kairoki who are making a difference and solving these problems uh, one step at a time. So it's phenomenal to be able to talk about what she and people like her are doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, just the other day, I was thinking about our uh, pre-COVID episodes where we were talking about like how the future is going to look for women and then COVID happens and now we're like, it's setting women so far back and it's really disheartening to see oh, so these are the issues where we're just willing to let so much regress. But it's really, it is really heartening on the other end to see women standing up and fighting to make these issues heard and to to continue to push and not let uh, something like a pandemic just eradicate or uh, completely destroy all the progress that we've made. (laughs) Right. Yes. So as always, listeners, please let us know if you think there's someone we should cover in this segment. You can email us at Momstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can find us on Instagram at You or on Twitter at momstuffpodcast. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Very much a problem solver. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> and thanks to you for listening. Stefan Never Told You's production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank a National Association, member FDIC. Tennessee just sounds perfect. Whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure.
1: To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect.
0: Top two is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy.